yeah, we just yeah. need a name. Yeah, we do need a name. We came up with some names, but they're not really. I don't know, man. They're just not not hitting perfect. Yeah, they are. And the fact that it's two of us trying to come up with it, I probably would have decided. Already. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, it's your fault. It's definitely your fault. How you see? I don't know, because nothing's ever my fault. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just a general uh, thing. No. I think we'll, we'll come up with something and uh, and publish this one. But um, we're both pretty. Um determined on what kind of names have what kind of impact so yeah makes it hard to say which which name is going to be the best name yeah i mean at the end of the day it's not that big a deal no. it's it's really what you know the content that we come out with and what we talk about and how interesting it is <coughs> um or not interesting i don't know <laughs> people, people may be like uh what are they uh this is boring <laughs> you know, what are we doing here we'll do what we can with it yeah so, what's been going on with you, Garrett, man? What's uh, the last few days? Uh, well, we started school. How's it going? Started school last week. Yeah. Uh, I think our last one we had done, we hadn't started school quite yet. Yeah. Uh, it's not too bad. I mean, you know, you always have those teachers that don't exactly speak the best English, and you can't fully understand them how you want to. And it, it's weird at the beginning of the semester because you don't know what they're going to expect from you or how difficult it's going to be, how much work you're going to have to put in. Yeah. But I have a couple of teachers that I've had before, um, and they're pretty lenient on, you know, uh, as far as making sure you're on top of your stuff 100% of the time. They they give some room to to work with, so that's good. Uh, tutoring's getting really busy mm-hmm. again. Um, have a lot of calls. Pretty much, I mean, I would say at least five or six a day I'm making mm-hmm. or receiving, yeah. making and receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, Amiona and I, my administrative assistant, she's been making those calls to uh, our previous clients, trying to offer the packages. You know, we we'll offer that to our returning clients that know what we do and the good work we put out. Um, that's been working pretty good. We got probably, I mean, probably about 15 or so appointments from just that. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on 30 right now. Yeah. Uh, that's from just about five, I think, the first three weeks of August. So huge improvement this week yeah which makes sense That's good yeah yeah school's back you know everybody wants or is going to need that help yep yeah so that makes sense yep well that's cool yep. um, making some good progress trying to uh juggle everything you know with school and uh open door and then we're starting something together you know yeah doing a lot of work on, uh, on that there's a lot of work to be put in a lot to come yeah a lot, lot of stuff in the beginning of a business especially when you Especially when you know a little bit about the business and yeah. you know how uh, to start it. And what you things know, to put in. Yeah, you know all the steps you need to do, and you're trying to do them as fast as possible. Yeah. So, and we have kind of a hiccup of uh, a, a big natural disaster coming to hit Florida. A lot, of, a lot of a big part of my business is going into those affected areas and helping the people out that, that need help with insurance claims and right. construction. And um, so we kind of are going to have to juggle doing our thing and um, – and pushing all those rocks up the hill at the same time that I'm not physically present all the time. Yep. I, don't, I don't know what the what the demands are going to be after this storm, but uh, but they're usually pretty demanding, and I may have to stay out there for a while to to get the job done. Yeah. So I'll keep pushing things over here um, yep. as much as I can. Yep. Uh, if you want, even well, we'll talk about that later. But I was yeah, just going to yeah. talk about the office and everything. But uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll keep pushing stuff over here and yep. making sure things we're moving forward with that. 
even when uh, you're out. It's uh, part of us being together. That's yep. what's going to be necessary. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, was kind of thinking about the name of the podcast and this and that, and I was thinking about some different topics for us to talk about, and I kind of wanted to talk about um, something that happened over dinner the other night when myself and my wife went out to dinner with another couple. And they were talking about, you know, when they got uh, introduced to each other in the night that it happened and mm-hmm. my wife was there and um, and uh, the woman, you know, my wife's friend uh, didn't really want to go to this bar. You know, she they had been out for a while. I guess they had been drinking, obviously. And um, and she just wanted to go home. She didn't want to go out to this bar, mm-hmm. the next bar. I think it was uh, Marley's downtown, oh. you know. Uh, I don't know much about these bars. I don't really bar yeah. hop over here. But uh, how long ago was this? Oh, shoot, man! Like it, w- it would have had to be like ten years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, very different now. Those bars that long, maybe maybe eight to ten years ago. I'm not sure, but but anyway, they were talking about how she didn't want to go out, you know, and uh, and lo and behold, that's when they met. You know, when they essentially drug her to that bar. You yeah, know? and. Uh, and then the guy um, told his side of what was going on with with him that night and how he was kind of struggling with uh, finding the right person to do life with and finding a life partner or somebody that he can spend, the, spend his time with. And he was kind of discouraged. And, uh, and he had actually saw her out at another bar that night and thought he missed his chance to talk to her. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so he was at this bar and... Um, and there she was again, and he he went to go use the bathroom or something, and she sat down in his seat, uh. and uh, he came back and she was there, and like he took that as a sign. I got to talk to her, mm-hmm. but that got me thinking. And they're married; they've been mar- happily married for a long time. They uh, they have two children, and they have one on the way. She's three months pregnant. That's awesome. And uh, and it just got me thinking of how serendipitous life is you mm-hmm. know? because there's many things that could have happened that night that would have prevented them from actually developing that relationship and, and, uh, and, and meeting. Yeah. And, uh, it just fascinates me how these little things happen in life that we're kind of unaware of. Mm-hmm. You know? They may not have even thought about it for years. Yeah. They may not have thought about it deeply, until we had dinner and really started talking about it. I don't know. Right. Um, but without that meeting, uh, none of that could have happened. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, I potentially, or I wouldn't be sitting with both of them that day, 10 years later yeah. at a restaurant having dinner. Yeah. So that moment that they met uh, changed my life to a specific degree, whatever degree that is. Uh, because I've I've been out with them multiple times, and we have a good uh, uh, fr- friendship um, with that uh, couple. Yeah, you know, but it's just so crazy that one moment in your life can change the trajectory of your entire life. <laughs> I think they call that uh, the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, whatever they call it, it's yeah. just incredible to mm-hmm. reflect on because you don't know what's going to happen in your life, and you definitely don't know. Uh, what the result of that is going to be. Yeah. There's no way to know. 
and we always want to try to control everything in our environment. And yes, you know, con con controlling what you can control is a valuable thing, and it is more likely to uh, result in what you want to right. happen in your life by controlling the factors that you can. But there's so many things in life that that are uncontrollable, and that's a perfect example of it. Yeah. Yep. You know, n no amount of will necessarily made that meeting happen, mm. even if they both did want that secretly or had those thoughts before. Right. The will of the other person or each of them individually uh, has to be aligned in some way for that to happen. Yeah. And you can't control other people. It's very so interesting. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. It blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios that I could think of you, you and I meeting. Uh -huh. uh, you know, you had said you had seen me a thousand times. Yeah, at the gym hundreds of thousands of times. <laughs> me and Garrett met at the gym, and uh, he just, yeah, I guess he stalked me on social media or I something did not. like that. I had no idea what your name was. I, I well, walked... how'd you, or maybe we met, and then you looked, and then you started asking me about business. Because you started asking me about business, like, what do you do? You know, you're I an attorney, that's... you're a contractor. Like, what Yeah, well... I remember that conversation more than anything. I may, I may have done that because that is something, sounds like something I would do. Yeah, you did it. I remember. <laughs> uh, but a lot of times that's what I'll do. I'll just walk up to people and, and ask them, you know, what, what do they do? Yeah. Uh, you know, in a, in a friendly way, not just like, hey, what do you do? Yeah. The first question. Hey. <laughs> how can I do? benefit from you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, 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 there's certain people in the gym that I, I seek out, like, you know, Usually somebody that's alone. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they're somebody they're that's easy. they're easier to approach. Yeah, alone. exactly. They are. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not uh, overwhelmed by you know a crowd of people that they have uh, competing for your attention or anything. Um, yeah. Somebody that's alone. Uh, somebody that kind of you know, I see. I remember you. You come to the gym at just like random ass times, like nine o'clock, uh -huh. eleven o'clock, and I was like, the fuck does this dude do that he's allowed to just come wherever he wants yeah whatever i want that's the answer <laughs> so that's what interested me because i'd seen you a couple of times too and mm -hmm. uh that i think the first i remember the exact spot where we met yeah. right in front of the peck deck machine yeah yeah <laughs> i remember most things about that meeting uh but yeah i mean without that happening and without me um not to say forcing that situation, but uh, making it happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we might not be here now recording this yeah. podcast and starting business would. together and doing all the other things we do together. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't have. And, and you potentially, like that day, you could have felt insecure. You didn't want to go talk to anybody or you just were kind of shut off. And, and you could have told yourself, you know, I, I want to talk to that, but I don't feel like it or, or something like that. In that moment could have determined your future actions and you may never have done it after that because you felt guilty or less than yeah. because you didn't take oppor that opportunity. I, I feel that way sometimes too. If I, if I miss an opportunity, you know, you, ha you have an inherent feeling that the opportunity is gone, even though it's not. That's the exact reason I did it actually. Yeah. Was because yeah. I was trying to force myself to get over that. Yeah. Uh, that fear of meeting new people and mm -hmm. being able to talk to new people yeah. um, without feeling comfortable. And I, I still do. I still do feel uncomfortable every single time I walk up to a new yeah, person. Sure. Um, but it's much less now. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, exactly that. Like, what is my future going to be if I meet this person? And at the time, I, I didn't really have a, a, a good 
a good plan for my future, mm. a, a structured plan of what I want to do. It was kind of just let me meet as many people as I can. Let me see what they are doing. Let me see what I might be able to do mm-hmm. um, because I had no idea. I mean, I, for a while I was thinking uh, aerospace engineering, um, and I kind of got away from that because I was <laughs> like, man, I, I get into these huge companies that it's so hard to get into. They accept 0.1% of anybody that applies. Yeah. And then I'm still, not to say that it's all about money, but I'm still not going to be making what I plan, what I would like to make yeah. in the next five years after I graduate. Uh, and after I kind of built that up in my head, I was like, I got to start just seeing what people do. Yeah. You don't, they don't talk about, nobody talks about all the different jobs you can have, all the different positions you can have in uh, even those big companies, you know? Um, so th- that's why I felt it was important for me to put myself out there and see what people were doing and that be at the, the front of my mind when I'm talking to new people yeah. at that time. Yeah, that's, that's how I got started ultimately is, uh, is just realizing that, you know, that way of life, you know, getting into some big company and working there and, mm-hmm. and ultimately making that company a lot of money and doing the things that it wanted me to do um, was not for me. I, I didn't see that as a path to happiness in my life, given my disposition. And uh, I started exploring different ways to make money and expanding my mind and understanding about business and, and, uh, and how to make it on your own. Yeah. I wish, you know, I think people definitely should do that more. Um, well, it's definitely happening more now. Yeah. People are more internet. exposed to it. Yeah. From the internet. The, inter- the internet gives, gives people endless ways for sure to, to make money. It's, uh, um, in endless ways to structure their life in a way that, you know, uh, uh, you know, flows happiness into it rather than just more obligations mm-hmm. and structure, yeah. um, where the structure doesn't benefit them. It benefits someone else or some mm-hmm. entity, you yeah. know, yeah. um, because there's, if you're listening right now um, and you don't know, there's endless ways to make money. You know, Definitely. it's not all about just trying to make a lot of money. It's it's about lifestyle and figuring out something that works for you. And there's endless ways to do that. Mm-hmm. There's literally billions of ways to survive <laughs> on your own, figure out your own path, uh, uh, make the kind of money that you want. All of them require different actions and sacrifices, and you got to figure out which one fits for you. Yeah, and you can definitely do that by working for a company. You know, it's, yes, definitely, it's not impossible at all. A lot of people do that. that. Yeah, there's nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it, it's a different path for yep. sure. It, it yep. takes different. Uh, there's a different timeline to that. It's more of a linear timeline. Yeah. Um, you would think until you get laid off. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that line goes. <laughs> it's I'm going thinking you're just consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going horizontal up, and then when you get laid off, the line disappears. Yeah, that's true. That's a problem. That's yeah. That that's a uh, that's what baffles me so much is that you hear the stories about people getting laid off. They've been at a company for 25 years. Like right. You know, how does that feel? Yeah. You go. You're going along your day and putting all that work in, going to that job. Um, expecting that that job is always going to be there serving you financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it's not as safe as uh, you think it is. Yeah, It's not one false move or one thing happens with the company or one thing happens with the industry or the recession, a recession happens, anything like that can change that entire world for you. And if you don't have a backup to that or if you don't 
aren't thinking independently enough, right. that's when it's a problem. Mm-hmm. When you don't have these other things that you can do, these other activities that will help you survive and provide for your family, all of these things, it's a problem. Yep. You know, so there's, there's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees in anything you do, whether you own your own business or you're a freelancer or you're mm-hmm. an independent contractor or, or an entrepreneur, you know, yep. or just a, a worker. Yep. There's no guarantees and there's no, the, the uh, blanket of safety is an illusion. Yeah, it is in all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you have enough money. If you have, yeah. en- if you have enough money, I guarantee you, if you have enough money, I'm talking about a lot of money, uh, you can sleep a little bit better at night. Yeah. But if you don't have that, that's really the only, you know, blanket of security I can think of. And it's, it's gotta be a lot of money mm-hmm. because things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you have a lot of money and you're doing business and you, you're throwing it around, investing it in things. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. It's just a matter of what, yeah. what angle you want to take to, what, what angle you believe is going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, right now or in the long run, you know, mm-hmm. with however long you're willing to wait, yeah. you're going to have to wait no matter what, you know, you're going to have to work countless hours before you get to where you want to be likely, unless you're just happy with the, yeah. you know, doing the basic thing. Right. And again, nothing wrong with yeah, that. Exactly. Gary V is the guy that, uh, really champions that cause, you know, if you're, if you work a job and you make a little bit of money and you just don't have a lot of expenses and that's the way you want to live and that's mm-hmm. what makes you happy. And you have a lot of free time on the weekends and yeah. nobody's calling you, asking you for things, you know, that's, that's a, that's your prerogative. We live in America. It's a free country. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. If that works for you, that's awesome. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but it's just sad when people, uh, don't feel that way, yeah. but continue to do it. Right. Um, I guess uh, for lack of belief in themselves or initiative, you know, to, to at least try to figure something else out when they know deep down that, uh, that, that the life that they're living is not uh, something that they want. Yeah. yeah. We all fall into little micro traps of that, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Definitely. But, um, but some people sacrifice years and years of their life. Um, in that same mode yeah you know mm-hmm. that's sad it is it is but what can you do you can only control yourself yeah i don't know yeah that's right you, you can only <laughs> control yourself and you can't control everything that happens to you all of these yeah. external factors like we talked about mm-hmm. so what are you to do yeah just got to keep going yeah you know? keep going keep having a plan and yeah keep working at it until it doesn't work or you, you got to yeah. modify the plan yeah yeah just like all everyone says, uh, you can't lose if you don't quit. Yeah. That's all it's about. Yeah. You may not be some, you know, weird billionaire mm-hmm. after being in business for a couple of years, you know, obviously. But but as long as you continue to go and you continue to grow, you continue to better yourself personally um, and work on discipline and work on putting those actions in place that you know are good for you, mm-hmm. um, you can't. You can't lose. It may take you longer, but you're not going to lose. You just have to keep going no matter what. Yeah. And that's that's hard. Yeah. That is easier said than done. Definitely. But. Yeah. I was, uh, I told you this, I emailed you late at night. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, like probably a week ago or so. I remember. And uh, I was, I was just emailed you. I was like, hey, I can't, you know, I can't get, you a, get, get to bed right now. Yeah, uh, you had to get something off your plate. Yeah. I needed to talk about something. So I, I just emailed, started typing some stuff out. And, um, you know, at night I have trouble getting to bed in general, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to fall asleep. Uh, 
and one the thing that I was going through my head at that moment uh, was just feeling like I, I didn't do enough that day. I, I wasn't I wasn't doing what I should be doing. I'm not mm-hmm. doing I'm not working as hard as I should be. Um, and that really I know in my head that's not true. I worked hard that day. I got stuff done. Um, I did what I need to do. Uh, but for whatever reason, I just felt like you know I'm not absolutely 100% exhausted right now. Yeah. Why didn't I do more? Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, when, when you're just talking about it to yourself in your head, it's more of like we were talking about, just like some kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not string together thoughts that make sense. It's just a feeling you have in your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm feeling like that, I try to just say words to try to categorize my emotions. And the word that came that felt like it fit was feeling worthless. Yeah. Which is completely, that's not true at all. I'm, I mean, I'm 21 years old. I have a lot ahead of me. I've, I've done a lot already. Or, you know, I would say relatively. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, that doesn't apply to me at all. I'm not worthless at all. Uh, no, you're not. But for whatever reason, that's just, that's just what I had in my head. It was, you know, when I graduate, uh, what are they going to say about me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have a good grade, a good, good GPA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I want it to be more, you know. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, 50% of the class is going to have those kind of grades. Uh, how am I any different? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a business, and I'm, I'm starting this with you now, the, the roofing and uh, restoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have no idea where that's going to go. I have no idea if it's worth it to me. I think it will be. Yeah but I can't make a hundred percent of that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's kind of what worries me is, is comparing myself to other people and saying, yeah, I need to be absolutely exhausted every single day. I need to be outworking everybody mm. to make sure I want to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. It's doubt, man. And it's the devil. Yeah. You know, I'm a faithful guy. Um, and when I feel those feelings, I know that there's some, some force inside of me or trying to get to me that is negative. Um, and the overall feeling is doubt. Yeah. Um, and everybody has doubt, you know. And feeling extreme feelings of doubt is in, in, in many ways a sign that you're on the right path. Yeah. You know, because if you're not doubting yourself or not questioning whether you're doing the right things or whether you're in the right place or taking the right action... Um, you're probably not putting yourself self in an uncomfortable position where you can grow. Yeah. You know, growth happens in very uncomfortable situations uh, for individuals. Mm-hmm. If you're too comfortable, you can't grow. There's no reason to grow. It's just like fitness when we're in the gym and we're, we're building our muscles or po- trying to put so much strain on our muscles that they – they grow, get bigger, mm-hmm. but you know, more vascular, whatever you're trying to do, or just uh, uh, get more in shape or more capable of doing more physical activity. It's the exact same thing. If you didn't put pressure uh, on your muscles, you'd never grow. Yeah. And um, that's the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, when I feel like, and I, I saw something, who was it that said it the other day? Or it was just a piece of content. I think it was, uh, I was actually, what's that guy's name? Uh, just it's related, but uh, yeah. different, different uh, yeah. content. It was mm-hmm. Oppenheimer I watched this weekend. Oh, yeah. And um, the scientist, the main scientist, Oppenheimer, he was, yeah. he went to his friends 
and said, you know, I, I have this child. He's newborn. My wife can't take care of him. I can't right now at this point in my life. I'm about to go to Nevada and build a fucking atomic bomb. Right. Basically. Um, and he, he was saying, you know, yes, we're terrible people. I can't believe we're doing this. And his friend was like, the fact that you're considering yourself terrible people makes it known that you are not terrible people. Yeah. Um, and I think the same can be applied to what I was talking about. Feelings of yeah. worthiness, feeling like I didn't work enough. Yep. Um, that's not true. It's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I feel the feelings all the time. I question, you know, I put months of work into specific things and I'm like, I don't see the results. And some, some things that I do take, you know, years to see a big result. Right. And I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? Like, mm -hmm. am I doing it right? I could be wasting my time yeah. doing so many things. And I try to listen to as many mentors and people who have been in that situation before, but I can't know that every action that I'm taking will yield a result. I want it to, but I can't control it. And I don't know. So I have doubt. I have doubt that I'm doing the right things. Even if I'm working very hard or taking a lot of action in a specific place, um, I, I have no way of knowing whether I'm on the right track. And, yeah. and, and when you don't see those results day in and day out, right. it's hard to know or believe in the plan that you put in place, you know, months or years ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So you have to just believe in yourself and keep <laughs> going and keep working at it and understand that no matter what happens, um, you're gonna be okay yeah. at the end of the day. And even if it doesn't yield some sort of financial reward or career reward or anything like that, by virtue of the journey that you are on and the trajectory that you put yourself in, you will benefit because you'll grow. Mm -hmm. You know, your personal growth, usually your net worth or how much money you have is, a, is, a, is very directly related to your personal growth. Yeah. So while I can't control the financial benefit from some of the business moves that I take, I know that at the end of the day, as long as I'm continuing to better myself, I'm on the right track. Yep. And I think that's what people lose sight of because it's so, it is hard to do that. That's why most people don't do it. Mm. It's hard to just keep going no matter what the results are. Yep. And that's the only way to do it. You have you to... Well, I played I played football my freshman year. Yeah, short-lived, right? Didn't learn a lot How long from did it. you didn't play football, Garrett? One year. <laughs> <laughs> did you finish the full year? I didn't even I didn't Did you fit, did you game. go all the way though? I finished the, the season. Okay, full season. Uh, all right. I worked out the next summer. You gave it a full season. But um That's good. One thing that I did learn from that experience uh that I I've kept in my head from the coaches over there. Yeah is um, you're either learn, learning or winning. Yeah. There's no real failures. You're just learning or yeah. winning. Yeah, that's good. That's um, interesting. So you got to kind of change, you know, the way that you look at it. If you, if you see yourself at the end of the day, you know, or, you know, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, or whatever mm -hmm. it is, uh, if you didn't get to where you want it to be, it's just a learning process. You didn't that's fail. Right. It's, yeah. You just learned that year. That's right. <laughs> it's so hard to uh accept that mm -hmm. everyone wants to be winning all the time yeah. i want to be winning all the time but you know the real goal should be 
learning all of the time because yep. if you the more you learn the more you win mm -hmm. you know it's the same thing as focusing on the result rather than the journey right you know but it's just hard to accept in a real way where you are and that okay i may have thought i was winning in this space but i wasn't even close yeah i need to learn and i've got to backtrack and really take the steps that other people have laid before me mm -hmm. um, to get where i want to go in a specific space yeah, it's that's it's, hard to do. It is. But you have to do it. Otherwise, you just give up. It's very you hard just give up. in the exact moment. You know, we're talking about it right now. Yeah. But uh, I don't doubt that tonight I'm going to be the exact same way, you know, yeah. as of thinking, you know, maybe I didn't do enough today. Yeah. Uh, just because in that moment, in the exact moment that you're feeling that it's very hard to convince yourself otherwise. Right. Uh, that what you're doing is is good and you're making progress. Yeah. Well, I think the best thing, the best thing that I've done in that space, when you're feeling doubt, when you feel like you're questioning what road you're on, whether or not um, you're on the right road or taking the right steps is gratitude and understanding that where you are is a good place and you have more going for you than many other people. Yeah. There's so many people in this world that have problems, mm -hmm. issues. Uh, handicaps physical yeah. or mental and there's just no space to complain about where we are especially being in america america is different than all the other countries it's a free space where you can be yourself you need to exercise that muscle that all of our founders and our soldiers gave to mm -hmm. us by not exercising that muscle and understanding that you are in a good space you disgrace them. Yeah, yeah. It's you true. know? Yeah, I mean, gratefulness, I think, is a, a thing that everybody struggles with, or at least I know myself. Yeah, uh, everybody but there was, does. I, I know you don't like music a whole lot or like into music I love ton. music. You I listen love to music. house music 90% of the it's time. It's because a lot of the <laughs> stuff out there just isn't good. Well, let me get you on some stuff. <laughs> uh, I like house music. You it's like instrumental. I can just zone out to it, just boom, boom, boom. Do you and like think country? about what I want? I do like country, yeah. Okay, well, there's. Um, you I cried to a know. Dolly Parton song the other day. Well, I cried. It to was a small <laughs> cry. It wasn't. It was kind of like a just a, mm, you know. Yeah. This weekend, uh, one of my favorite artists, Zach Bryan, he's a country singer. Yeah. Released a new album, and the first, uh, you you probably wouldn't even call it a song. It's a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the poem, he talks a lot about being grateful. Yeah. Uh, one of his lines is, uh, I will not uh, fear tomorrow because I feel as if today has been enough. Yeah. Um, that, that song, the first, time, I, the first three times I listened to that, yeah. I had tears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what it was. Uh, you know, he's, he's a really good singer, but there was no singing involved. It was just a couple strums and the poem. Yeah. And that was enough. Yeah, yeah. So I've been feeling more grateful lately because of that. I would say that brought me out and maybe remember what that feeling is like. Yeah. Yeah, worry and fear. There's no reason to do that stuff, man. Yeah. And everybody does it. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, it is what it is. It's a human human thing. Yeah. We all experience it. But, but I think uh, being grateful and showing gratitude um, and understanding some of the other things that we've talked about today um, help you get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear of rejection, the fear of other people's opinions of you, 
uh, will tear you down if you don't keep it in check, obviously. Yeah. And I, I try to think about that all the time, you know, in everything that I do, because I, I have had moments in my life where I truly felt, you know, fearless yeah. or, uh, I felt like I didn't care about what anybody thought about what I was doing or, you know, uh, what actions I was taking. And I remember the feeling, mm -hmm. you know, I don't remember the specific instances. I don't know necessarily what right, I was doing. Right. You know, maybe it was speaking in front of people. Maybe it was these things that I, that I, uh, have gotten over, uh, over time and in, in my past. Um, but those feelings, uh, where you feel weightless yeah. uh, after those things happen is because you are, uh, in real time, getting over those fears okay. and feeling what it feels like to be yourself, mm -hmm. to be, uh, uh, an unapologetic version of who you are, no matter what the consequences are, or what anybody is thinking about you. And there's nothing better than that. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, it is. It is. So we need to be thinking about that all the time. Mm -hmm. We need to think about what positions do we need to put ourselves in to create that feeling over and over and over again and exercise that muscle to where you can be that way all the time. Yeah. And don't think about what other people think. Mm -hmm. If one, other people want to disparage you, they can do that and you welcome it and it does not have an effect on you because you're just living yourself. Yep. You're living your life and, uh, and doing the things that you think are necessary to live a fulfilled life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think about that all the time because I'm, I'm scared of a lot of things. Yeah. I'm scared of this. I'm scared of what, what, what this person's going to think about me in this business situation or, or how people, uh, 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 you know, what they think about my career path and, and, or, or how much money I have or all the, these things. And, uh, and when I let go of those things, I feel the best. Yep. One of the other uh, lines in the poem actually that hit me pretty hard was I've written in fear even though I was afraid every single time. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just can't gotta, get, you can't get rid of the fear. I don't, I don't it doesn't believe, just yeah, go away. That's right. You have to just get past it. Yeah. Keep on pushing. Yeah. Even though you are fearful. And the only way to do that is to practice it yep. and to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Everybody has different emotions, but everybody feels fear. Everybody feels doubt, mm -hmm. but you have to practice getting over that consistently in every area of your life. Yeah. If you want to be truly free and happy, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're not free if you are constantly thinking about what other people think about you. Right. You know, no matter how much money you have, how big your house is, you know, what kind of car you drive, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're constantly worried about what other people think about you, you are in a uh, prison cell. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I agree. No matter what it is. People may be impressed with those things, or you may think that, mm -hmm. uh, but you really don't even know. You don't even know what anybody is thinking about you. It's just a, it's a prison cell of your own making. Yeah. Again, it doesn't matter what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the way that you're feeling inside. Yeah. But you can't yeah. live life happily if you're just feeling like you're in a prison cell all the time. Right. Even if you're not being honest with yourself mm -hmm. and saying that to yourself and making yourself find that key to get out of the prison cell. That's right. Uh, you know, You've got to be able to confront yourself with that. Yeah. Well, you got to be real. Mm -hmm. and, and the person that may be feeling those feelings uh, uh, um, and worrying about those things, the key uh, to getting out of that or any of these scenarios, in my opinion, is understanding those scenarios yeah. first off intellectually yeah. and understand what's going on inside of you, yeah. inside of your brain, inside of your emotions. All of those things, you, you have to understand it and you have to understand where you are in a real place. Mm -hmm. You know, 
you can't fabricate, uh, you can't lie to yourself, you know? Yeah. There's no way, I'm convinced that there's no way to lie to yourself. Yeah. People say, well, he's lying to himself. He's not really. His actions are showing that uh, he's lying to himself because he's contradicting what you believe or something like that. But at the end of the day, in the deepest part of people's insides, their hearts, their mm -hmm. subconscious minds, uh, they can't get away from it. Yeah. You'll never get away from it. You have to confront yourself, yep. who you are in a real way, and take a full accounting of where you are so you can take the steps to practice those things that we're talking about to get out of those places. Right. And uh, so and a real and true accounting of yourself um, is the first step. And that's hard. Yeah, that takes a lot to, of emotional intelligence to realize yeah. that for yourself and yeah. uh, to understand that about yourself. Because like I said, you know, when I was laying in bed at night, I just had this feeling, just yeah. some random string of that's thoughts right. that didn't make any sense. Yeah. But once you start consciously thinking about it in your head and trying to put a name to those things, it, it starts to, uh, that's, that's what being honest with yourself is. Yeah. And that's what emotional intelligence, I think, is, is being able to communicate those things not only to yourself but to other people and it's easier to communicate with other people about right. that stuff yeah in a real conversation that's flowing yeah. and there's a thought process to it yeah it's emotional maturity as yeah. well yeah because uh if you're impatient or if you haven't taken these steps over years to to realize where you are mm -hmm. um uh you've been lying to yourself for a long time or you've been trying to yeah you know so backtracking the same thing that we said that we said we talked about earlier where you have to kind of backtrack and take those steps backwards so you can go forward mm -hmm. um that's the hard part yeah you know but um but anybody can do it no matter where you're at no matter where you're at in life you can stop what you're doing you can understand where you are um, and take a true accounting of yourself so that you can confidently step forward and be, be the person that you were made to be, that you are meant to be, that makes you the happiest and everyone around you the happiest. Um, at any stage in your life, you can do that. Yeah. Nine and years old or 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, we went through a lot of stuff there, you know? We did. I um, hey Ben, what time are we at right now? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. It's about 2.05 Central you. Standard Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know if, I mean, we might have mentioned it once or twice, I guess, but if we're actually publishing this one, people need to know where we're from. Yeah, Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette, I'm from Louisiana. Lake Charles, Louisiana. But there's nothing Louisiana, special about that place. Louisiana boys, <laughs> just like Theo Vaughn. <laughs> He's a popular guy. Yeah, yeah. Theo Vaughn, uh... I only know a lot of comedians, but um, I think Mark Norman is another one. I don't know him. He's from New Orleans, uh, which Theo kind of is too, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, Lafayette. Where we at. If you don't know about Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana is kind of, it's kind of the gemstone of Louisiana. Well, they, it's the best, okay, it, it is... It's almost undisputed. You can think that New Orleans is cool because of the history. Um, but Lafayette, as far as living in a place that uh, promotes happiness, 
uh, and uh, and independence, I think Lafayette is is the place in Louisiana. Yep. So we have we're in Acadiana, just mm-hmm. this general region we call. Yeah. Uh, and Laf- Cajun country. Yeah. Even though we all <laughs> are not necessarily Cajun. It's probably about what like ten to fifteen different parishes that are considered Acadiana. Yeah. Yeah. Lafayette, Louisiana, is the hub city. Yeah. Of Acadiana. That's why it's called Hub City. Oh, nice. What does that mean, though? Like, like the, the hub, hub? Exactly. Like the main place? Right. Not surprised. The, the center spot. Yeah. Yeah, Lafayette is a, is a cool place. It's not a, not a huge metropolitan area, but it has plenty of room to be able to breathe <laughs> yeah. and to move around. Uh, but it does have good attractions and, and pretty good entertainment. We get, we mm-hmm. get good people in here to entertain, good singers, you know, things like that. We have good festivals, very good festivals. There's always, you know, seemingly every month at least, there's something around the Acadiana area that has um, some sort of festival about it, usually surrounding food. Mm -hmm. It's Louisiana. We have Festival International, which is a huge thing. People come from all over the world to to, uh, get into that spot, you know, bands, um, people. Food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a good pool too. We got yeah, Top Golf coming up. Yeah, to give you an idea. Of yeah, to give you an idea of how cool Lafayette <laughs> is and and how much of a good economy it is, Top Golf being built right now by Costco. Okay, I think there's a Costco in New Orleans. I'm sure. Oh yeah, right? yeah. There's Costco. There's not the one place. in Lake Charles. The only the only real areas of Louisiana that matter are around I-10 and <laughs> south of that. A lot of the people say in Louisiana that anything uh, above I-10 isn't really Louisiana. I'm one of those guys. I say that. Um, you know, shout out to the Alexandria folks, you know, and the uh, the Shreveport peeps. Um, but it's a little bit different That's over there. It's basically Arkansas up there. Yeah, it's like South Arkansas. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I-10 runs laterally uh, across the, the southern part of the state. You've got New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Lafayette. And Lake Charles, mm-hmm. um, Lake Charles, most famous for the big hurricane that hit it a couple of years ago. <laughs> basically, yeah, Lake Charles gets slammed with hurricanes. That's where I'm from. Um, but yeah, Louisiana is a good spot. You know, I've thought about moving for business a lot of times, but um, but me and my wife really like it here. It's ju- I feel like Lafayette would be one of those places where you go off to the metropolitan city and you get sick of it and then you come back, you know? Yeah, it's very possible. So I'm kind of at this point, at this stage, just skipping that step and just staying here. I'm going to go ahead and experience that wherever I go. Yeah. That, that, well, you're much younger, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm uh, planning on going to Colorado, as of now at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No matter what happens, you know, my, yeah. my girlfriend Grace, she's... Uh, planning on going to med school or some kind of professional school after mm-hmm. college. We go to college over here and uh, yeah. at U- University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Yeah. Um, but once, once we both, once we both graduate, uh, we plan to go to Colorado mm-hmm. experience with what that's like, um, being away so far away from home and yeah. not having anybody else around and, uh, just experiencing a new place, new weather patterns. That's yeah. what I'm most excited about. Yeah. It's very different over there. Um, but it's cool though. It's, We'll probably go to uh, Fort Collins, which is probably, it's 30 minutes north of Denver. Um, and it might even be, we might even go to Denver. You know, I'm yeah. not 100% yet, but I want to be around a big city. Mm-hmm. And Denver, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big definitely city. a big city. For sure. But it doesn't feel as if it's just, just this massive place like, a, you know, 
maybe Austin or New York or something like that would feel like. It's it feels pretty homey for a big city. Yeah, yeah. I haven't spent too too much time in metropolitan, you know, Denver or like those areas. I've I've been a few times, obviously, but I haven't put a lot of time into there. It's very. I'm, it's I've been in the mountains more. Really nice. Know. It's very calm. Yeah. Um, We've got good even, food there. I know. Yeah. Even compared to like downtown Lafayette. Yeah. Like when I go to downtown Lafayette, I don't feel safe. I feel yeah. like I always have to be watching around and uh, making sure you know, there's no sketchiness going on. But in Denver, I, I feel that to an extent. But I'm, I mean, I maybe saw two or three homeless people. You see just as many in Lafayette. Maybe downtown. because it gets so cold, freezes them out. Possibly so. It's hard to survive in a snowstorm. Yeah. In but a tent. Besides just the homeless people, I mean, all the all the bars are really nice. All the food yeah. is really cool. It's all just kind of walk in, mm-hmm. you know, explore, and uh, it, it feels very safe. Yeah, I would say that's good. Yeah, I like Colorado. Yeah, we're so. excited about. That. I mean, you know, we're gonna go and experience it. If we don't like it, there's always a time to move. We're very young, so mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens. But I think it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah, that'll be awesome, and it's it's just uh, experiencing different places is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it expands your mind, expands your your network, and and the yeah. kind of people you hang out with, and it changes you. So yep. it's all it's all good. You know, I uh, I love traveling for that reason, just seeing different places, meeting new people, and um, it's awesome. Yeah, gives um, you a different perspective yeah. on yeah. what you're doing back home. Yeah, I wish Louisiana had more money though. Yeah, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Golly, dude! Like I don't know. I guess it's the 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 government, the state government, for the most part. I mean, I don't I don't try to get all up in politics mm-hmm. all the time. I don't really have time to think about yeah. that, to be honest with you. Um, but man, it just struggles. Man, it's like forty eighth for business or something. I mean, I feel like Louisiana is is pro business. I own a business. I own multiple businesses, and I'm not really be. I don't feel like, you know. Uh, somebody's foot foot's on my neck or something like yeah. maybe if you go to california or new york city or something mm-hmm. like that and you're trying to do real estate or something with the taxes um there is uh income taxes in louisiana uh, and uh property taxes unlike texas uh, places like texas but um but i don't know there's just not a lot of money here yeah education is one area that's really really far behind also i mean Compared to other states, I'm in a couple of different groups on Facebook and everything, and I have open door tutoring, so I'm yeah. in the education uh, field. Um, and I see all the time people commenting about grants they're getting in other states, and it's like, we don't have any of that. I've never yeah. seen anything about that. Yeah. Um, I've heard rumors, I don't know if this is true or not, uh, that UL is going bankrupt. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, like I said, it's just a rumor. But, um, I mean, they're still building up and everything. It's, I don't, it doesn't seem like they are. Yeah. If you look at it just, uh, you know, up front. Yeah. But I know Grace, uh, she's one of the girls on the dance team is the, uh, more or less the treasurer of UL. Really? I don't remember exactly who told me that UL was going in that, in that direction, but I think it might've been her or one of her friends. Yeah. Possibly. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. All I know is that if I get stuck on the I-10 bridge near Baton Rouge again, <laughs> I'm going to jump off it. <laughs> That's what I know. I'm so sick of going to Baton Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't know if anybody's listening to this. <laughs> Please get that under control. 
Like it's one thing. All you have to do is expand that little area when you're going westbound on mm -hmm. I-10 and going into Baton Rouge. You go over the bridge and then it goes down to one lane. <laughs> Why? I-10 is like the corridor. Dude, you switch from Louisiana roads to Texas and it's a whole different story. Of course. It's I, like stepping into a new world. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And they're working on the I-10 roads, but until you fix that bottleneck, nothing will change. Yeah, it will always be a complete nightmare. Everyone is going to have to deal with that. If there's anything going on, if somebody sneezes too loud, you're in an hour of traffic. <laughs> It's crazy, man. It is. It's, it's stupid. That's the, that's the one thing that I, I always go back to. And I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. It's one thing. I don't go to Baton Rouge often. And if I am going that direction, I just take 90. Yeah, but you, you, you have to go to New Orleans to do that. Yeah. You can't yeah. take 90 yeah. to Baton Rouge. So mm -hmm. if you have a meeting in Baton Rouge or you're going to an LSU game, you have to go mm -hmm. on that damn bridge. Yep. And it's just, it's a hurt locker, <laughs> you know? You got to really plan out what time you're going if you want to make it an hour, which would be the optimal time. That's right. That's right. But anyway, that's just a, a microcosm of an example of, uh, of what's going on in Louisiana, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh, on a more positive note, you know, what else we got going on, you know? Uh, well, we started uh, Color Wheel. We can talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We started, started a, uh, we started a construction brand uh, called Color Wheel. Um, Color Wheel will do roofing projects for people in Louisiana. It'll do water restoration, specifically water mitigation. Um, when structures take on water, um, you know, we'll take that water out. We'll take all the, the effective building materials that need to be thrown out, uh, demolition those materials in a very clean way, um, and ultimately dry the structure and prevent secondary damage. That's the main purpose. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, uh, I think construction in Louisiana is good. I think that it's a good market. I think that there is room for new good companies. I look at construction as a revolving door. You know, I was, I was listening to a podcast. No, I was listening to a uh, book the other day about startups. And, um, and I, it was basically talking about monopolistic businesses, businesses that are a monopoly or have control of one product or service that nobody else does. Yep. And obviously that's really the cream of the crop of, of businesses that you want to own as a business owner, obviously. Um, but every other business uh, that's not that way um, is uh, a competitive business. Mm -hmm. And you know, as I was listening to that, I was like, man, I want to own one of these monopolies. Like, how do I do that? Right. But the more I thought about it with respect to what I was already in my mind planning for this new construction brand, um, uh, I was thinking about the industry construction uh, as a whole. And for the most part, I'm of the belief that it is recession proof to a certain extent, mm -hmm. especially if you do storm damage or storm mitigation, uh, those types of services. But even beyond that, even beyond storms that affect structures that need uh, repair after damage, um, construction itself is just a revolving door. Companies go in and out of business all the time. The mm -hmm. brands that you think are very good or, or they're longstanding brands, most of them go out of business at some yeah. point. So there's always room for good actors to enter into that space. Mm -hmm. So some go out, some come in, and then there's an equilibrium inside of that 
a competitive equilibrium where uh, the the most competitive and the ones doing the service uh, the right way uh, ultimately prevail. Yep. You know, so I, I wouldn't say that it's the best industry to be in because if you own a monopoly, obviously that's going to make you more money. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's scalable and it's that type of business, which is usually tech businesses these right, days. Right. But um, but at the same time, you know. Ain't nobody can just wait around here, you know, waiting for a brilliant idea to create a monopoly. Yeah, you know? that's what a startup is likely, is a, a tech company. They get the investors to come mm -hmm. on and they have a plan to go forward. They have the teams to make it happen. And, uh, you know, you have the investors invest mm -hmm. and they're not making money for the first, you know, 10 years. Many years, yeah. But sometimes. once they start get that money rolling in, it's a stupid amount well, it of money. It changes the world. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> that's more like creation. Yeah, you that know, is what a, a startup it's, is. It's it's creating something mm -hmm. new, um, uh, as opposed to uh, making something that is existing work better with better business processes. Yes. So the creation aspect in business is uh, is awesome. You know, I love hearing about it. I desire to come up with something like that, but at the same time, you know, uh, you know, it's not as easy as. You know, just having a business that is already established and following principles within that business and doing them better um, or yeah. potentially better than the competition. And I mean, you could even say that you might have those ideas come from the knowledge of your industry, construction. Mm -hmm. There could be some spaces where, you know, you, you want to build a robot to yeah. automatically install shingles, whatever it is. But that's also improving on something that is already done. That's not creating something that's new. That's true. Yeah, but it doesn't exist automatically. It, creating it, it something, has labor involved. Creating something where people don't need a roof would be would be creating. <laughs> that would be something. crazy. That's revolutionary. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Creating a robot that replaces labor is just doing something faster and potentially cheaper if you do it the right way and you maintain that equipment. Yes, right but way. you you could consider that a startup if you had that process for sure. down. And, uh, for sure. Monopoly would be different. That's innovation. Uh, right, you know? right. Innovation is taking something that is already be being mm -hmm. done and improving upon it. Yeah. You know? Creation and innovation is different. Mm -hmm. You can innovate by creating, yeah. but they are uh, exclusive events depending yeah. on the application of those words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But like uh, inventing a piece of tech that changes the world, that is, that's creation, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Like the iPhone. Right, right. You know, that's uh, uh, undisputed. That's, uh, <laughs> that changed the world. That changed everything. Yeah. One of the, Very uh, interesting. One of the more exciting things, well, exciting aspects of getting into business with you. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a little bit the other day. Uh, is just how fast we move together. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy working with somebody that knows what they need to get done and gets it done right then and there. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, uh, end of the week, yeah. it'll be done. Yeah. Uh, which not to say that I don't have those people around me, you know, yeah. but uh, I feel very comfortable and excited knowing that you are that kind of person. Yeah. To uh, keep moving forward, keep pushing hard, yeah. whenever it needs to happen. Um, appreciate. Uh, I appreciate that you look at me that way. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, I hope to be that way myself. I, you I are. feel You're as if I am, but uh, you know, I always consider that I have room for improvement in every, yeah. in every uh, space. So I do too. Um, but I'm very excited about that. That's the reason I think I'm most excited about that. I'm yeah. excited to learn and, uh, you know, take those skills wherever I go, whether it's with you and I or mm -hmm. with me and myself. 
Yeah. Um, but I think that what I'm most excited about is just being able to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah think it's going to be fun. It is going to be good. I, I don't have anybody that works uh, with me necessarily. Um, I have some very good people that work with me, but, um, but you're, you're a little bit different, you know, mm -hmm. you, uh, what's most impressive about you is that, uh, um, you do what you do at your age. And a lot of that has to do with just some sort of maturity that you somehow acquired at some point. I don't, before I was involved, <laughs> you know, you were just ready to, to take the step, you know, yeah. most people at your age aren't ready to take those steps and, uh, and, and you were, so I'm excited too. It's going to be awesome. a lot of fun, you know? Thank you, Poe. But, but anyway, are we nearing the end, do you think? Probably. What time yeah. are we at, Ben? It's a... Under yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. All right. Good session four. Is it the session fourth time four we really did something? Unpublished. Um, yeah. It might be published. Yeah, we're going to pub... Fuck it. We're publishing <laughs> this. Coming come to a, a, a screen near you, you know, Name no matter what. quite yet. I don't know what we're going to call this thing, and I tell you, it, all, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay. It ma what, what matters is the content that we create and hopefully it's, it's helping people who might be listening to this. I'm sure there's one person that's going to watch this. If that's you, I hope that it helped you. You know, I hope that you thought a little bit about your situation and, and maybe some of the words that we gave you today, you know, uh, enlightened how you think about your situation, you know, because you can always change your situation and you can always change yourself. You just have to understand yourself and take the steps to do it. All of the information is there, but the most important thing you can do is take the step uh, in the right direction. And don't stand still. That's it. Just keep going. Keep moving forward, and uh, you're going to be all right. So thanks for that one person that's watching. Very well said. We appreciate you. Very well but said. We'll see you next time. <laughs>